Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. If you stare into the void for long enough, eventually the void stares back. I mean, who can blame it? If someone was staring at you and they didn't glance away when you caught them, you'd stare back too, right? What else is it supposed to do? Leave? It's the void, not a regular commuter. Be more considerate. Don't stare into the void. It's very uncouth. Welcome back to the Spirit Box Radio Advice and Community segment with me, Sam Enfield. It's 
still me, your temporary host, Sam Enfield, standing in for the illustrious Madame Marie during her now considerably extended absence from the show. It's particularly upsetting today, as many of you know, because it's actually Madame Marie's birthday. Thank you so much to all of you who have sent in birthday cards. I mean, I presume they're birthday cards. They feel like birthday cards and they're marked out for Madame Marie specifically, as opposed to the precise coded name we tell everyone sending things into the PO box to use on a regular basis. So I think that's a fairly safe assumption. I haven't opened any of them because that's not my place in the slightest. I have, however, organised them into a neat little pile with the gifts I've purchased for Madame Marie. So when she gets home from wherever she's gone to, I'm sure she'll be absolutely delighted to open them. I won't tell you what I've got Madame Marie for her birthday, just in case she does happen to be listening to the show today. And that would be disastrous. As Madame Marie says, it's terrible luck to tell people what you've bought them for their birthday, live on the radio. The one thing I have opened was this beautiful bouquet sent in by Spirit Box Radio's favourite florists, the Hatfield Caposh. Thank you again, Oliver, who I presume works there. The bouquet from Christmas is still going strong and it's so lovely to have another of your beautifully constructed floral creations to enjoy. Once again, I implore you to get in touch, if only so I can purchase more bouquets from you as they are absolutely exquisite. I am a little disappointed that you didn't include an info card with these flowers as I don't recognise many of them and I'd love to know more about them as I said at Christmas. Ah, well. Perhaps you don't listen to the show. Never mind. (laughs) On the off chance you do, though, please do get in touch with me, Mr. Oliver. It seems like maybe, just possibly, you might know something about Madame Marie. I don't mean to be presumptuous, Mr. Oliver. It's just this last card and this last bouquet in particular, which said, in loving memory. I I just want to know if if there is something that you maybe might know. I, I don't know. Anyway, a good few of you, faithful listeners, flocked to the forums after last week's episode to tell me that I never signed off at the end of the show. It's really weird because I distinctly remember I read those two, three paragraphs of that book we were sent in by faithful listener Tara, which were about that rabbit running across a field. And then I did a few more New Year's Eve tarot readings. And I distinctly remember I cut myself off after about half an hour so that I could write an email response. I'm very sorry for ducking out, faithful listeners, and I'll do better in future. More pressing, it seems, was that once the discussion about the lack of a sign-off started, many of you pointed out that there have been a few strange goings-on over the past few weeks since I started standing in for Madame Marie. I want to assure you that these kinds of shenanigans went on when Madame Marie was still hosting the show, but she was likely able to handle it with a little bit more decorum than I'm capable of right now. A couple of you have also expressed how sweet you think it is that my dad apparently sent me a gift this Christmas which I opened live on air, as you know. It was a rose, if you recall rightly. I'd like to do a little course correction on that one, because actually it wasn't sweet or nice or good, but is in fact very odd. More of you on the forums were focused on the weirdness of the box's spontaneous appearance on the recording room desk than you were on the perceived niceness of the act, which I find a little reassuring. So, I just want to clear something up for the rest of you. Whether or not Madame Marie is my mother is entirely irrelevant to the situation. I can, however, reassure you that I do not have what you might call a dad. I mean, I presume I have some kind of biological father figure somewhere out there, but I've never met him and he's certainly never sent me a spontaneously appearing Christmas rose before. What I mean to say is, in short, no, I don't think it's a good thing. I am putting it out of my mind. 
I have more important things to do, like sorting everything that comes into the Spirit Box Radio PO Box, and right now, presenting to you an augury forecast. If you were born on a Tuesday, try to avoid excessively salty foods this month. You are more prone to osmosis than usual. The next six weeks are a good time to indulge in something you've been denying yourself. Due to the precise positioning of several large doves that were spotted in the garden of Geraldine and Aurelia Banks in Merseyside on the morning of the 10th of June 1990. One of them was on the back of the bench. Auspicious. Do not wear red socks on Friday. Just don't. Please, I'm begging you. If Michael has seven bags of oats, and I only have nine, but Mindy has six gallons of milk, does anybody actually like Ready Brack? The toast will land butter side down. Do not drop the toast. If you have the letter N for nauseous in your middle name, the ring pull will come off the next tin you try to open. Make sure you have a tin opener handy. Your number may be up this month if your number is between 3,872 through to 4,286. So concludes the augury forecast. As promised, I've been swatting up this week on tarot reading and other psychic skills. Some of you have been really helpful on the forum, so thank you for that. It's so amazing to have such a chatty and vibrant community behind me whenever I need you. Thank you so much, faithful listeners. I thought that today I'd try a two-card tarot reading for you. It's the first one I'm ever attempting. I haven't even done a dry run in private. How exciting is that? Okay, so this question comes from Sarah in Cheltenham. Sarah wants me to ask the cards about her dog, Susie. She's worried Susie is lonely following the death of her companion, a tortoise, Rocco, who is about 108 years old. I'm so sorry to hear about Rocco's passing, Sarah. I'll consult the cards about Susie for you right now. Okay, so first I'll shuffle the deck as normal and then I'll draw my first card and lay it on the desk in front of me and then I'll draw a second card and place it face down. Okay, so I'll turn the first card over and reveal it's... Oh, well, it's death, appropriately. Uh, I mean... Death is, of course, symbolic of change, and it's right side up here, so you can interpret this card as meaning a positive change, or at least a change with forward momentum, if that makes sense. Maybe Rocco was suffering before he died? I, I don't know. Either way, this card means that change is probably not going to be for the worst, even if it is sad for you both at the moment. The second card is... the Four of Wands. How exciting! The Four of Wands is all about change too. It's a card with strong associations to spring and also friendship, so you could interpret this two-card spread as meaning that you could be making a positive change for Susie in the spring regarding friendship and companionship, so maybe that would be a good time to bring a new pet into both of your lives. I hope that helps, Sarah. I think that went pretty well, actually. I think, as I'm feeling pretty confident right now, that maybe it would be a good moment to try and use the crystal ball. I've picked a question off the forums to ask because... A few people have been asking it and I'm not sure how to respond. Okay, according to all of the books, the way to approach the crystal ball is kind of similar to how you read tarot, except that it's a little bit more free form. So what I'm going to do is sit and face the crystal ball and sort of address the, the question 
town believed in ghosts. Ghosts that slam doors and steal children. Ones that haunt old houses, lamenting lovers lost amid cobwebs bright with candlelight. They lurked in the shadows of her mind, watching while she slept. She wonders if that's how she is now, lurking. There is certainly a lot of shadows in the world where she lives. Shadows, and something bigger, darker. Something that doesn't make sense. The world is full of people, but they aren't really there. They're shadows, misty and vague. She can hear their voices and the thuds of their hearts like a distant army approaching downwind. There aren't any words or meanings. They just... are. She stands among them like a stone in a riverbed, and they don't notice. The dark thing... The dark thing moves among them, like one of them. Town watches. It moves like them, only she can hear every step of its feet on the ground. The shadows move through her, but the dark thing is solid. A moving mass. Every time she sees it, it gets larger. Not in size, but in something else. She won't go near it. If it touched her, it wouldn't go through. She is sure. And if it touched her, it would know. Tam goes here and there. The streets are streets like they'd always been before, but she doesn't recognise them. She doesn't know if that's because they're different or because she's forgotten. It feels like there's something important that she can't remember, only she can't imagine what it could be. Tam is dead, she is sure of it. She has reached the end of the line, but for some reason she cannot get off the train. If only she could remember why. There is a street lamp on the corner, the only light in her world now. She is drawn to it in the darkness like a moth to the flame, but she can never make herself stand within reach of it. And the closer she gets, the further away the street lamp is. She can only look on from the distance, trying to peer through the fog that the light illuminates. There is something on the other side of the light, but it's too blurry to make out. It might be a bus shelter. Perhaps that's why she has perhaps that's where she has to get to, so she can move on. But she can't. It's on the other side. Tam has seen the shadows pass the lamp and the dark thing. She watches waiting for them to come back. The dark thing looms. At first she thought it was only there in the shadows, but it isn't. It's always there, in the corner of her eye. When she was alive, she used to lie awake in bed, holding her breath like the tiny movement of her lungs might be enough to give her away to the dark thing she thought she could see watching in the corner of her eye. But the dark thing, she knows now dark thing doesn't watch. It has no eyes. It has no face. 
She is the one that watches it. The dark thing is not afraid. The dark thing does not know. The dark thing does not know. Tam knows. Once you are dead, you are dead forever. Nobody told that to Tam, but she knows. The same way that she knows she is alone with the lamp and the dark thing. It is easier to accept that some things are just known when you are dead. If you are alive, you need to know where information comes from, in case it kills you. Nothing you can know or do when you're dead can make you any deader. Once you're dead, you are dead. That is why it bothers Tam that there is something she's forgotten. Perhaps it is a trick to how you get past the light, to the other side. It shouldn't matter. Tam has nowhere else to be. She's dead now. What business do the dead have anywhere? She does wish that she could be here and there, somewhere more familiar. When she remembers to want, she wants to see her mother water the carnations, watch her sister pick the kids up from school. Or at least, she'd like to see their shadows going about their daily business, the way living things do. Instead, she's stuck here, with the lamp and the dark thing, watching it. They loop the same streets, like soap scum circling the drain, only the water level never goes down, and she never gets close to the bug hole. Oh, oh, oh! What was uh, what was the question I was going to ask? I uh... oh. oh, I'm sorry, faithful listeners. I. I must have nodded off. I I don't know. I'm I'm actually feeling a little uh, out of sorts and I yeah. Anyway, this has not been as lengthy or as productive as I'd have liked, but oh, oh boy, I feel I feel terrible. <laughs> I feel awful now. Goodness. Oh, crystal ball divining is clearly not my forte. <laughs> well, faithful listeners, I'm going to call it a night for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Advice and Community segment. I'll speak with you all again next week, provided Madame Marie doesn't come back, which she's bound to do any day now. Remember to send your questions to our email address, post them in the forums, or send us a telegram, or even a good old-fashioned letter to the PO box. Good night, faithful listeners. I, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm gonna lie down. Spirit Box Radio is a podcast distributed by Hanging Source Studios under a Creative Commons share-alike attribution 4.0 international license. The show is created, directed and produced by me, Ada Major, the voice of Sam Enfield. The music is by Maybe Wednesday. You can find us on Twitter at Spirit Box Radio or tweet the slots at Hanging Slots. Find out more at hangingsourcestudios.com where you'll also find transcripts of all of our episodes. You can support the show at patreon.com forward slash Studios. 
Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.